Read the files, she said, making it clear he should have read them already. Then she walked out of the room. Leaving Control alone to contemplate the files on the table in front of him, and the three women behind the glass. Of course he had read the files, but he had hoped to duck past the assistant director's high guard, perhaps get her own thoughts. He'd read parts of her file, too, but still didn't have a sense of her except in terms of her reactions to him. His first full day was only four hours old, and he already felt contaminated by the dingy, bizarre building with its worn green carpet and the antiquated opinions of the other personnel he had met. A sense of diminishment suffused everything. Even the sunlight that half-heartedly pushed through the high rectangular windows. He was wearing his usual black blazer and dress slacks, a white shirt with a light blue tie, black shoes he'd shined that morning. Now he wondered why he'd bothered. He disliked having such thoughts because he wasn't above it all. He was in it. But they were hard to suppress. Control took his time staring at the women, although their appearance told him little. They had all been given the same generic uniforms, vaguely army issue but also vaguely janitorial. Their heads had all been shaved, as if they had suffered from some infestation, like lice, rather than something more inexplicable. Their faces all retained the same expression, or could be said not to retain any expression. Don't think of them by their names, he told himself on the plane. Let them carry only the weight of their functions at first, then fill in the rest. But control had never been good at remaining aloof. He liked to burrow in try to find a level where the details illuminated without overwhelming him. The surveyor had been at her house, sitting in a chair on the back patio. The anthropologist had been found by her husband, knocking on the back door of his medical practice. The biologist had been found in an overgrown lot several blocks from her house, staring at a crumbling brick wall. Just like the members of the prior expedition, None of them had any recollection of how they had made their way back across the invisible border, out of Area X. None of them knew how they had evaded the blockades and fences and other impediments the military had thrown up around the border. None of them knew what had happened to the fourth member of their expedition, the psychologist who had, in fact, also been the director of the Southern Reach and overridden all objections to lead them incognito. None of them seemed to have much recollection of anything at all. In the cafeteria that morning for breakfast, Control had looked out through the wall-to-wall paneled window into the courtyard with its profusion of stone tables, and then at the people shuffling through the line, too few, it seemed, for such a large building, and asked Grace, Why isn't everyone more excited to have the expedition back? She had given him a long-suffering look, as if he were a particularly slow student in a remedial class. Why do you think, Control? She'd already managed to attach an ironic weight to his name, so he felt as if he were the sinker on one of his grandpa's fly rods, destined for the silt near the bottom of dozens of lakes. We went through all this with the last expedition— They endured nine months of questions, and yet we never found out anything. 
And the whole time they were dying, how would that make you feel? Long months of disorientation, and then their deaths from a particularly malign form of cancer. He'd nodded slowly in response. Of course, he was right. His father had died of cancer. He hadn't thought of how that might have affected the staff. To him, it was still an abstraction, just words in a report, read on the plane down. Here, in the cafeteria, the carpet turned dark green, against which a stylized arrow pattern stood out in a light green, all of the arrows pointing toward the courtyard. Why isn't there more light in here? he asked. What does all the light go? But Grace was done answering his questions for the moment. When one of the three, the biologist, turned her head a fraction, looking into the glass as if she could see him...